Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. You okay? That microphone's not doing too good. Was Joe doing like Roger Daltrey swings he with He was. Yes, he, he used the swing it around by the microphone <laughs> okay. cord. I was going to say, it's not quite Oh, I think uh, it needs taunt. to be tightened up higher. Yeah. It needs a little Viagra or something. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll work on it here once we get to a break. You need a small pair of pliers. Okay. Uh, oh, do you have the MacGyver tool on you? Always carry a Leatherman. Oh, wow. A Leatherman juice. Excellent machine. Well, I, I tell you what, you know what the Leatherman is like? What's that? The Leatherman has everything you need in a tool, uh-huh. as Sunbury Motors has everything you need for your transportation <laughs> oh my needs. gosh, you're making this too easy. Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Homeless Wharf. We're going to open up open. I'm going to turn your mic off while you do the adjustment, buddy, okay? See, so your mic's off. If you have to say anything, you're going to have to yell. But, uh, yes, fourth North 4th Street to Sunbury at the Plaza area and Routes 11 and 15, Homeless Wharf. That's where the Kia dealership is. SunburyMotors.com is their web address if you want to order up a, a brand new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia that would fit your precise specifications. We've been talking about some of the vehicles. We talked about the Ionic gasoline version yesterday, the Hyundai Ionic that gets uh, uh, 52 miles to the gallon overall. Folks say you get about 70 miles to the gallon on highway with that, but now it only has a three-cylinder engine, so it's a fuel sipper just by its very nature. But how about uh, the Ionic 5? Guess what that is? The Hyundai Ionic 5 is all electric. Now, they had one down at Sunbury Motor Company. I do not see it on the lot right at the moment, but it's got 300 miles range of battery-operated capacity. Uh, There is even a rear-wheel drive version for those kids that do the sliding around the corners with the smaller cars. They're going to be able to do that with an electric vehicle. Uh, They're going to have to have a PA system that makes the room sound, though, for them. But uh, this is just a fantastic vehicle, especially if you live in a city and you don't have to go more than 300 miles in one day. You can stop, but you got to rest for a couple hours and get charged up. Plus, your car has to be plugged in. But uh, about uh, 300 miles on the highway, 256 miles in town. You can fast charge it if you have the DC charger or 220. They also have an 800. Oh, you're done with playing there. I can turn your mic yep, back. Yep, back yep, on. Yep, yep. This is the Hyundai Ionic 5. They had one that had like this uh, sort of a turquoise metallic three-layer mm. color. Just gorgeous. And the like electric vehicles, some of them do cost a dollar more. So this one starts at about 40000 but you can't really go above $50,000. We're targeting our Philadelphia, Pittsburgh listening audience for that uh, well, driving around the city. Oh, no. El, au you're contraire. Thinking, thinking a, Harrisburg? This is the Danville and Lewisburg oh. audience. They're scarfing these up. Okay. So, yep, that's it. No, but, nobody uh, in Seals Grove has bought into it yet. Well, there is... There is somebody has a Tesla over there, but they might.
might just be commuting in and out off the campus. Uh, we, have, we have a uh, person who has a Tesla, and you have to watch out in the parking lot when you're coming and leaving <laughs> from work that you don't get hit. But You don't uh, hit them, or they don't hit you. Yeah, that's so, uh, no, and but I, I believe at Sunbury Motors, as they do with the Ford EVs, also on the Hyundais, uh, you yep. get your choice of AC-DC CDs, so you can leave uh, with the... Uh, music blaring as you uh, are coming out of the uh, parking lot. <laughs> Speaking of the kids, right. All right, hold on, caller. We're going to talk to you in one split second here. But the Hyundai Ioniq 5 available at Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. All right, caller, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate you calling in today. You're going right on the radio. Good morning, Marcus. Stan. Hey, buddy. I'm, I'm assuming your phone's not working properly. Uh, it is, but <laughs> our producer stepped out of the room and with uh, probably a necessary uh, emergent topic up the hall. But uh, he, needs a, he needs a Leatherman also. <laughs> or maybe went to go get it. And this Leatherman called the Juice has rounded corners so you can keep it in your dress oh, clothes uh, pockets. I mean, the the okay. way it sits in your hand, it's, it's, it's balanced. I mean, it's, it's MacGyver. It's like. nice. <laughs> Stan, it's called the juice. It's smaller, though. You need a bigger Leatherman, though, I'm sure. Nah, I just get the axe out. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's not why I called. But anyways, um, I just heard on the newscast there that, you know, the, the store that that idiot up there in Buffalo shot up, you know, the other week is reopening. But at the end of it, they said that the, you know, the shooter has been charged with federal hate crimes. I have a real simple question here. Does that make the people any less dead or him any more guilty of murder? Uh, it makes him more guilty. Hate crimes, we've talked a little bit about that, but there's a specific criteria if the motivation isn't just, you know, homicide, which is certainly a capital offense in and of itself, but it's like mm -hmm. your rhetoric or your social media or something, yeah, you, you say that you did it. It's, it's something the federal government can put their stamp on to make themselves uh, feel good. You know, isn't 80% of most crimes hate anyway? Uh, I would think a hundred. I would think a hundred percent are hate because, especially murder. If you're going to murder somebody, there's a lot of hate in your heart. Well, so I don't care who you murder, you're hating on somebody. Yeah, well, I, I would say maybe you're right. It's a, it's not, maybe not a hundred percent, but let's let's say it's the high nineties percent. But I would look at this way, Stan. Yeah, a few physical crimes, road rage, those type of issues. <laughs> but then uh, that's just high irritation. Yeah, but then if people cheat in their taxes, I guess they hate the government. Uh, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, you got some, some scenarios that you can look that are nonviolent hate crimes, I guess. But no, uh, well, you know, wh when you look at hey, hey Fred, it's the dog chasing its tail, and that's our federal government. You know, well, make it, themselves it, it, feel good yeah. about doing something, and here we are. And you know, for the real hate crimes, like you look at the legislation, what's written on hate crimes, and Mark, I know you have it there, but it, it's you know, it gets into can can it can it be used legally in a court of law, or is it just a uh, gray area? that they put on, like icing on the cake, for justice reasons. Yeah, the federal level says that uh, hate crime laws include crimes mm -hmm. committed on the basis of a victim's perceived or actual race, color, religion, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, or disability. So uh, you specifically do the crime because of one of those yeah. categories. So, so that's going to make them more dead because of that. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> because in my opinion, it's stupid. Murder is murder. It's illegal. Punish them. In my opinion, it should all be 
when they're convicted, because this guy in New York, they have him on video doing it. He, he, he broadcasts for a little bit until he took it down. He is guilty of murder. I don't care. There's no court of law, in my opinion, that he can be found innocent. And there's definitely no way, in my opinion, that he could be found uh, guilty but insane, blah, 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 so he doesn't get... He should be executed the day after the guilty verdict is brought down. There should be no appeals, no nothing. It's 100% cut and dry. He did the deed. It's time for the executioner to step up and do his job. Okay, but That's but... my opinion. But hate crime... So we're going to go, the state's going to try him, and then he's going to go to the feds, and the feds are going to try him. So we're going to waste millions of dollars on something we know that already happened. It ain't going to change what happened. He'll plead guilty. I don't think we'll have to try him. Yeah, but but Stan, look, look at, there's other situations where people, you look at the uh, first trial, but then also remember, it opens things up for civil litigation. So, well, what are they going to sue him for? Well, let, let's say he was worth $5 million. You're right, or he they, has an insurance company yes. that covers your all your uh, activities so, or so something. The lawyers have, uh, you know, re- remember years ago when you used to play enough baseball with one baseball that the cover would start to come off? <laughs> and then you here's our legal system. You, you unwrap that, and there's a core in that baseball. Our legal system has hamstrung a lot of our society to the point where it's almost like the society is the core and everything's wrapped around it. So when you talk about federal hate crimes, you talk about another layer of uh, potential litigation. Yeah, and a waste of time, certainly. Certainly, yeah, I when, mean, when you get convicted. Sort of like the federal anti-lynching laws that they put out. Last time I checked, it's illegal to lynch somebody in all 50 states. (laughs) Yeah, when you have five concurrent 30-year terms and you're in jail and you're 68 years old, uh, probably one would have been enough. You don't need five, but that's the way the uh, legal system works. And believe me, we have the worst legal system in the world, just better than all the rest. Yeah, Lyndon Johnson signed one of the first hate crime laws in the U.S. back in the 1960s. Well, I think that's because they they probably felt that some individuals might be guilty of, and in this case, it's homicide for this uh, fellow up in Highland Park, so that's going to be you know a capital case to start out with. But there's other cases where people just assaulted individuals, you know, and of course in a, a felony assault case, you can get out in 20 years, so a federal hate crime ups the ante. So y- you're right, it is a homicide in that case, so that stays a capital case, but for a lot of other criminal cases, the hate crime will really help enhance it so that the person is punished not just for the assault, but uh, for the attack on a, and, you know, individuals <clears throat> of a certain religion or disability or whatever it was. And remember also, too, there are situations where the local DAs, well, now there's more than enough, aren't pursuing this. In some ways, but remember, there are, are you thinking Philadelphia, there, but not well, saying it. But there are cases where, on a local level, a jury trial might be difficult to win for whatever reason. However, a federal trial, if you look at the percentages when the DOJ goes after you, they have about a 98.5% winning record. So, so, Stan, there, there might be some, uh, uh, how would we say, um, juggling of the legal balls, and uh, the federal government's balls seem to be a little bit bigger to catch. 
So, uh, you know, reality is we are in a litigious society. Yeah, federal hate crime trials are rare. By the time you're charged, you're probably yeah, cooked. they're pleading those down. All right, Stan, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, I just think it's a total waste of time, especially when a guy is <laughs> obviously guilty. You know, I, I understand all you said, Ben, about, you know, these lower crimes and stuff like that. Maybe the feds need to step in. But this one here is a waste of time and taxpayer uh, dollars. I agree with so you. That's, that's what I mean. So, is he charged so, with hate you know, crimes? They need, to, they need to be a little more discretionary of how they do this. Is that fellow charged with hate crimes yet, or is it just mm-hmm. a uh, idea at this point? Not, no, it sounded like on the news that they said that they, were, yeah. they charged him already. I'm going to. Okay, gotcha. All right, super-duper. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. Uh, have a good one. Hey, you too. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Stan, talking about the Highland Park shooter up in Chicago who uh, race was a motivating fact. Oh, no, Buffalo. scratch that. No, we're up in Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah, thank you. I'm sorry. Switching, switching mass shootings here to the to the wrong ones. Where race yeah, was a factor, why he went in that particular sad, we have store. To talk about more than one. So right, one and, and and what we saw uh, in the Texas shooting at the school now with the video coming out and showing police officers doing everything but trying to solve the problem there. I tell you what, we got to raise the threshold for hate crimes because we have too many of them now. So we got to make it at least a dozen deaths, or it's not a hate crime or a mass shooting. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. Yeah, he. Uh, there's a, there's a saying about there's nothing new under the sun. It comes from the Bible. Some of your other callers could probably explain it more better than myself. <laughs> thanks. Oh, but thanks me, a lot. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I think that. Uh, we're, we're, we're in very interesting times, and I'll, I'll, I'll start off with my dig against Biden. You know, back in the beginning when the price of gas was going up, you know, it was transitory and it was this, it was that. And then it was the president has nothing to do with the price of gas. Then it was the Putin pump hike. And now that it's coming down, uh, Biden says he's been doing everything he can to get it down and he's getting results. So he's crowing about the fact that he can change the gas price when, you know, it was just a matter of months ago that he had nothing to do with it. So I, I think that's kind of interesting, and none of my uh, Democrat friends on the left want to try to even defend that. But when I said there's nothing new under the sun, I'm really concerned about uh, what they call the, the difference between the producer price index and the consumer price index. Because a long time ago, you know, and, that, and I'm talking six months, <laughs> that's a long time these days, they knew that the producer price index was really going up. But a lot of companies were doing everything they could to keep from raising their prices, if at all possible, because they didn't want to lose market share and business and all that. But now this uh, producer price index keeps going up, and they've run out of margin to, uh, you know, to conserve energy and to do whatever they could to keep from raising prices. So even though it looks like, you know, the gas price is coming down, I'm concerned that these prices are just going to keep going up, okay? And and that's really going to hurt the economy. And when I say there's nothing new under the sun, this kind of reminds me of the 70s, the, the, the mid to late 70s when my wife and I both graduated from college and, and you know, we couldn't find a job anywhere. That, that paid anything, and especially when we were look. well, my wife was looking for a teaching job in elementary ed, and I had a, a science degree, so that wasn't bad for me, but the, the bottom line is this, I think 
I think we're in a really tough situation right now. And luckily, in 1980, we had a guy come along that kind of turned the country around. Well, we had that guy, and he was politically assassinated, so I don't think he's going to come back around. And I think the Democrats, with their artificial intelligence and their 501Cs and their public advocacy groups, I think they're going to be able to pull a rabbit out of the hat and, and uh, keep the White House next time around. And uh, I don't think the, the, the knight in shining armor is going to come along to rescue the country. So I think these doldrums that we're in and the downward spiral is going to continue instead of what happened in 1980 when we were able to turn it around. So right now, I'm not very bullish on the future of this country. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a uh, upper for a Friday <laughs> in the reverse <laughs> Thank direction. you very little. Yeah, I, I yeah, would... Well, uh, we're not living for the weekend anymore, like that song says. Well, but uh, the, the scenario with the PPI and the CPI, and you, you look at the translation, I mean, any time the, the PPI goes up, it there's a very high percentage that that gets passed on to the consumer. So when manufacturers can say keep productivity at a high level, they can control those prices or those increases to a degree. However, what we're seeing now, it's it's almost an orchestra. I, I always say, who are the puppet masters? They're almost orchestrated uh, events that happen. When when you talk about uh, uh, manufacturing, I mean, we had a number of, for some reason, food uh, businesses get caught up in everything from fires to uh, uh, we had the baby formula problem. You see what's going on there. We realize now we've exported too much too much of our manufacturing that means something to us. We can't control our own destiny. We have problems in foreign countries that, you know, right now, India, who was an ally of the United States, is floundering between uh, China and Russia. So, uh, you know, I would say, you know, Mike, you you have a point on that. However, one of the bigger problems, when we want to talk about the business side of it, is the lack of any business acumen in the White House. Uh, when you look at who the staff are, who the people are, what their experiences are, it's been com- it's come out this week. I mean, these people have little to no experience running and understanding how business works. And that's a real problem. Think tanks are think tanks. I mean, you might as well sit at the coffee shop uh, and talk about things because that's about reality that these think tanks are. What ifs? What ifs? Reality is reality. And that's what the Trump administration brought. They brought experienced people who knew what worked in the economy. And you have Janet Yellen. I mean, if you put Joe Biden and, and Janet Yellen together, it would look like uh videos from a retirement home when they start talking about the economy. Janet Yellen, we missed it. We missed it. I mean Biden says, no, no, the economy's good. The economy's good. <laughs> well what what is going on here? So I, I would say you have some credence to your concerns. Yeah, we However, need the best of recent administrations. Yeah. You know, not, the best you, of Trump, the best of Biden, the best of Obama, wh- whoever that would be, the best of uh you know, President Clinton. We will see if we can overcome, though. But we have some uh, funny ways of going about solving a problem. Uh, we have energy here, but we want energy from abroad. We want people abroad not to take Russian energy, but we won't give them energy from us. Except we'll give China an adversary energy. So, uh, and yeah, Mike, uh, it is a three-ring circus. They have us over a barrel. Yeah, I mean, we have a president that looks us in the right in the eyes and says, "I'm doing." everything I can to lower the price of gas and that's a, just a flat-out absolute lie okay <laughs> and and 
half of the people say he's great. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I mean, I, it, it, it's unbelievable. I don't but think hey, half the I people are saying Democrats he's great. Okay. One third of the people. For the upcoming people. election yeah. for Shapiro and Fetterman, I say I would say I'd run a commercial because they're they're already smashing uh, the Democrats are already smashing the uh, Republicans. I would just say, hey, if you like what Joe Biden is doing for the country, you're going to love what Josh Shapiro and Fetterman do for Pennsylvania. Oh, that billboard's already out there. All right, thank you so much. Thank you for calling okay, in, Mike. Much appreciate it. All right, one of our listeners didn't like it, though. He says Mike must have drank gallons of red Kool-Aid again. Double trouble. We have been to agree with this nonsense, says Tom. Yeah, which which right. nonsense are we talking about? Yep, give us some factual PPI, reputation. CPI, uh, the All price right. of this, the price of that. one 800 we got probably time for a couple more callers before we get to the top of the hour. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners texts, says, The Biden White House staff and cabinet members have next to zero experience in business. That's a recipe for disaster, and it's showing. Do you think the climate the Nazis would try the Netherlands plan in the U.S.? US? Yeah, we were just talking about that. And uh, on an international note, check out the farmer protests in the Netherlands. The government wants to take 30% of the land because of climate change. Well, Netherlands, but look at Sri Lanka, look at Ghana. I can't I don't know. The world's falling country, apart. But the Sri Lanka situation, you had the people uh, storm the, uh, talk about insurrection, they stormed the uh, uh, presidential mansion and they showed them on the treadmills and in the swimming pool, but uh, they went to this green energy uh, scam and uh, now look at Sri Lanka, look at Ghana, look the at whole what the Netherlands. That much is clear. All right, Dale, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Glue it all to When you dump people down, you're the one who's intelligent. So I stop eating the pigeon food and America can come back. I can just tell you, you know what? The one-two punch was for the federal government in the United States was Eric Snowden and Donald Trump. That was a one-two punch. They can't even recover from that. They'll never recover from that. And I believe the federal, uh, the Fed Reserve and uh, United Nations created a coup to take over this uh, wreck house. This house, this place is a wreck. It ain't got nothing to do with Democrats. I'm sorry. I what did Donald? I'm sorry for Biden. What did Donald it's Trump do government. that was wrong? It's what? just, it's just the federal government. It's just the federal government. It's not the Democrats. That's it. I mean, the intelligence agency ran amok. They can never recover. They'll never recover. Not from Snowden and Trump. They, that was a one-two punch. It just knocked them right on there. They can't get up. 
they can't get up. Well, and you also had the um, our integrity globally. WikiLeaks. Is uh, worse I than lost Nigeria. his name. Snowden. Oh, the other one. Uh, yeah. Well, transgender. You're right on the. Uh, scenario from the intelligence agencies are having a tough time uh, having credibility, well, very, very you tough credibility the factors. Free. If they just come out with the truth, they, they won't have to keep covering Julian up. Assange. Yeah. Well, I think... Yeah, I'd say Nigerian government is more, uh, more integrity than the United States right now, globally. And that's, and that, you know, I mean, that's... Well, I mean, you know what, Dale? You want the too t- many pigeons? There's too many pigeons. Yeah, but you want the pigeon uh, food? Yeah, pigeon the food pigeon too. Pigeon food is free. You don't have to buy it. And people are just eating it up. <laughs> well, you know what the intelligence agencies would say to you? They would uh, quote uh, Jack Nicholson and say, "You want me on that wall? You need me they on would, that they, wall? They would, they you would don't know what's behind that wall?" Me and tell me that I'm a Trump supporter or. I have some kind of common sense that is alien. What was wrong like, with President I'm Trump? Like alien, because I, I can read right through your Oh, we're not going to have time for the answer. All right, Dale, thank you so much for calling in. No need to say goodbye, just hang up. Yeah. All right, it's an uplifting Friday. <laughs> thank you, Rob. <laughs> Fabulous producer taking good care of us on the other side of the glass, Rob Center. Uh, we need love, Mark. We need love. What the world needs now is Ben Reikley. He's the only thing that glues us back together again. This is News Radio 1070 WK. Okay, son. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Yes. Greetings. Welcome mm-hmm. on board. Double to KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We're enjoying open phones. We talked yes. about the world is out of sync. We're going down. Mark, this is going to be an hour or almost an hour, 50 minutes of love. The theme of this hour no, on no, On no, the no, Mark no, no, is no, love. No, no, Sponsored no. by the Sunbury Motor Company. No <laughs> no hate crimes. We want to hear love crimes. All Hyundai. No no, no arguments, discussions. We're going to be positive leaving. We're, we're leaving with a glass half full, not half empty. Do you want to sing? It's about love. It's Kumbaya. about love. As Ringo Starr said, all you need is love. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love you to call us. So we have open phones. I'm going to do some brief news headlines. We did talk about the fact the world's going down. We're out of sync. This country's going to heck in a handbag. What does the world need, Mark? Love. Yes, uh, yes. I, I just think the world keeps getting better and sweet better and love, better. Not sweet and low. Sweet love. One of our listeners is irritated at individuals who are trying to save the planet. He says... If you're concerned about the climate, don't be. The climate warriors will destroy civilization before the climate does. See, that's the love. That guy loves the climate warrior. Well, you got to love the world that it can cure itself of the problems that man may bring. There you go. That's a good one. All right. On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. They would love to see you on board the uh, car lot today and talk to you down there. Jason or the rest of the crew would just love to have a conversation with you uh, or Alphonse or... Mm. 
uh, Austin or Ernie or Jeff Clock, go to the, one of the bosses down there, tell them you want to get on that clipboard that has the uh, vehicles that are on order. Because of the chip shortage and supply change and worker shortage, there's a uh, about, a, well, probably two to, I would think probably the longest would be months that you would wait for a vehicle. But uh, if you order one up, this is the new way to get them. They do have some vehicles on the lot. they got a nice black Bronco with the lift already on it, the Badlands one. Mm. That's a super-looking vehicle. But, uh, yeah, check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. As one individual has done, we haven't read it yet, but we certainly will. And you can text us at 70236. you got to include the keyword OTM. Let me do the headlines, <laughs> then I'll read that email. Okay, get ready for the bell here, or I'm going to put you in charge of the gong. <laughs> All right, our uh, Sunbury man is facing child endangerment charges and related offenses after a high-speed chase with a 10-month-old in the car. Shemokin Dam police tell us no one was hurt, no property damage was reported after Edward Osga fled from officers in Shemokin Dam yesterday. He ended up driving down a dead-end street and was captured. Uh, police say they found a 10-month-old in the back seat, and Osga was using the vehicle without the permission of the owners. He's wanted for several arrest warrants from two different states other than Pennsylvania. The 10-month-old was not properly restrained, but was 100% okay. Uh, Osga's jailed $75,000 bail. Actually, he says the child was okay and was jailed $75,000 mm. bail. So I think he should probably get a reduced sentence. <laughs> that, I think that should so be too. cash-free, no cash He's bail, good. right? Good, yes. Um, I take it he won't get the keys to the Schmokin Dam Borough from Mayor McGranahan. No, not that's not happened anytime soon. But the child's okay and Osga's jailed. Okay, that's what that I meant to say there. Good that the child is. Yes, okay. yeah, that's tough. You hate to see that. Boy, you know, a lot of these things end up in tough situations, too. All right, the PIAA is presenting a proposal to allow the state's high school athletes to chain to cash in on their name, image, and likeness. Our correspondent Mark Sims has that story. PIAA officials say the plan is needed to prevent high school athletes from leaving the state it would allow student athletes to sign commercial endorsements, earning money from promotional activities. They would not be allowed to reference the PIAA, member schools, or team name, and could not wear their school uniform for a promotion. It will likely be another year before the new policy takes effect. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. <laughs> Me okay, bud? <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking. How, who, what high school player would leave the state to go play elsewhere if they got name, image, and likeness opportunities? I know of some situations. The one I can remember was the quarterback from, I think, East Lake High School. Uh, I'm not. Austin High School left early, didn't play a senior year, went to Ohio State for a couple oh, hundred okay. thousand dollars. However, now he's back, I think, at the University of Texas. Uh, this is... It's a big deal. Mark, this is Pandora's box might be for this name, image, and likeness from college down now to high school might be similar to the Grand Canyon. It's open. Uh, it's open, and okay. I don't think it can be filled back up. This, this is going to be bizarre on what people can do. I mean, you can have the, you know, 
Mark Lawrence radio show of the week featuring Mark Lawrence. And, you know, your name, image, Sell it around the can world. be out there. And you know what? Steve Jones might be sitting on the bench next to Mark Lawrence. All right. Some other headlines. Very briefly here, PennDOT's reminding motorists about the route changes now that the CSVT is in place. They say, as it always has, Route 147 starts where I-180 ends at Interstate 80. Uh, route 147 continues south past Montana and on to the new highway and over the river bridge, then on Route 15 south across the Veterans Memorial Bridge and into Sunbury. Uh, former 147 is now Route 405, and for some reason there's still a stop sign there, even though you're, you're going on Route 405, mm-hmm. you get to a little corner, you have to stop and then turn right. <laughs> but no need for Sounds a stop. Sounds like the hokey pokey. Put right. this road in, you take right. this road out, you take this road in, you shake it all shake about. Shake it all out. Okay. All right, uh, some other headlines very briefly here. Members of the U.S. Secret Service erased text messages on January 6th, shortly after the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General requested them as part of an investigation into the agency's role in the assault in the U.S. Capitol. They said, no, they were simply upgrading devices mm. and wiped out the text messages. For I've seen a lot of TV shows, so I doubt that that's true. Yes, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> get some of the CSI people. They can bring those back. What about, like, if you and I erase our text messages, two weeks later, Verizon sends them to the cops for us, but that doesn't work for them. Anyway, uh, former President Donald Trump, of course, is running for re-election and will be our next president. I already told you that. And a source close to the president says he will be launching his campaign this fall prior to the midterm elections. So now you know that. Now you know. And finally, can you imagine the Trump and Biden (laughs) match up again? Biden would probably win that. Anyway, it doesn't sound like much (laughs) of a victory. Can he make it there? (laughs) I can't imagine that he could. I mean, he's already significantly deteriorated, and now he wants to run again. So this is bad. They ask about the economy, military spending in the economy, and they go, guns or butter. Joe Biden would say, butter pecan, butter pecan. We need more butter pecan. Mike said the world's coming to an end, you know, and if President Biden is your best choice for U.S. president, he's right, okay? Anyway, it doesn't sound like much of a victory, but gas in California is back under six bucks a gallon. Mm -hmm. AAA says it'll dip below four sixty a gallon soon there, and will go below four dollars a gallon in much of the country later this year. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Thank you, President Biden. All right, one of our listeners says, Mark, this was from Wednesday, says, Mark, 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 there you go again. The Bible train has once again taken over your show. You made an effort to stop it, but it failed. By my count, you have four or five callers who profess the gospel according to the Bible. I suggest you employ use of a gong and gong them off every time they trespass into preaching. Similar to the Ted Mac Amateur Hour. Joe would remember that. Uh, you may lose these callers. However, you'll gain a few new callers, including me, as a reward for upping your standards. I'm an occasional Episcopalian, says WRR. Yes, I have the gong ready. Let's Don't say anything. Okay. Well, I think we need so, a gong. Like, remember the gong show? Right. Who was that okay, guy well, on the gong show? The he used to dance out there in front of the uh, All right, curtain. so no proselytizing uh, to our next callers. Joseph, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Oh, <laughs> I got a disclaimer here, huh? You're right. Don't mention uh, God, the Bible, or anything at all whatsoever related to religion at all whatsoever. All about love. All, all about love. Well, I'm, I'm calling in, I think, <coughs> right here. No, no, no. All I hear no is arguing religion. on this show about Democrats and Republicans every day. That's all you guys do. I want love. 
And Ben was saying it, love, love, love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so here's my answer. Yahweh so loved no. the world. Sorry. <laughs> we'll go oh, to Dan. Boy, that wasn't very loving. Yeah, I know. Dan, you're on the mark. You heard the hey, e- explanation. Why? You know, Something funny over there? Uh, <laughs> you're, a, you're, you're a lay preacher, and you cut the gentleman off talking well, about it. Yeah, I'll be very careful. I was going to make a quote, but I won't make it. But what I can say is Dale was right on one thing. The news media is dumbing down a lot of the American people, and I'm sad to say I have people close to me and that are dumbed down. <laughs> it already, they won't even listen it's past it. but to Dan, common sense. Dan, they won't listen. Nobody dumbs you down without your permission. Right, exactly. Dan, Dan I would say it's happening. Part. It's happening way before the news media. It's happening in our public education system. Amen. So there's a difference between history, civics, and social studies. If you learn civics and you get history, you can then make some decisions. I mean, you know, when people realized the gentleman who signed the Constitution afterwards. They they suffered. Many were killed. So in, until 1787, from 1776 on, the British were killing these gentlemen and their families. But you you learn history, you learn civics, and you can understand this. Social studies that's a whole different category. You can learn about diversity. I mean, you know, when when somebody asks me about diversity, I start off and saying, okay, we got eight people in the room. We got four women. We got four men. Okay, how many left-handers do we have? We have no left-handers. So so we got no diversity, Dan. But anyway, uh, history and civics and social studies are three separate categories. And I hate, and again... No hate, Dan. No hate. Love. Love. (laughs) Yeah, I love Mike's call. Mike's right that, you know, we, we had our chance. Or, five, or six years ago, we had a chance, and the president at that time was bringing America back, and I was happy. I thought, America finally is waking up. But 24-7, the left-wing press spent all day, all night putting that great president down. And right now, I hate to do this on a love day but I I do I feel like Mike I don't see America finding her way back it would take a miracle and I don't see that miracle happening and it it's a, a lot of the so-called elitists that are putting America down it's not common people like me we see the truth I talked to a truck driver downtown last night, and I didn't see him for years, and he's, he got talking, and I agreed with him 100% what's going on in America today, and it's sad to see a beauty, the most beautiful country that was ever made going down the tube, and I actually don't see it coming back. And no, I, I do. I, I think we come and go. Friday, but Jackie Duchannon might agree with me on that. 
I think we come and go. You know, I think we have our high points and our low points, and uh, sometimes we do super well at what we're working on, and sometimes we fail miserably. Sometimes we fight wars we're not supposed to, and sometimes we have civil wars, but we glue it all back together in the end. I like what Jeff McCausland said earlier this week, that we have to get back to that yellow ribbon time after the Gulf War and Desert Storm, where we all had a yellow ribbon out in an American flag, and or after 9-11, where we had that, you know, if we can get back to that. But, you know, maybe the other aspect is, you know, being divided is our new nature. This is us, you know, being irritated at the other side of the political aisle is our nature, and this is just going to be us for a while, and it's not going to subside, and it's not the end of the world, and our founding forefathers set up a system that can withstand irritation on both sides. So, but Dan, we'll give you another couple seconds. Go right ahead. Probably not the end of the world, but it's the end of the United States that I grew up in, the freedom that I grew up in to make choices, I think that's what you're going to see the end of if, if, this, if this type of government keeps going on that we have now. It's not the yeah, we'll be here, but we won't be the country that we were. That's what I see happening. We'll be more controlled government more loving or a globalized government <laughs> we're going to be more loving if today's show has any impact mm-hmm. all right I Dan. wish it was true i wish that were true well but. guess who makes stuff happen you and i yep dan uh, give yourself a love hug <laughs> I, I just did ben i'm coming to new berlin and giving you yeah. a hug buddy Go uh, you come over tonight you can see me down at the carnival oh that's oh, right okay. you guys are having a huge carnival it's going to finally yeah. end. All right. Thank you so much, Give Dan. Thanks for checking in. There. All right. Will do, buddy. Thank you. All righty. Take right. care. Listen Have a great day. What? Let's say I get overly huggy here. Oh, you don't like You love love, oh, but you, you don't, don't love yeah, hugs? Yeah, but, you know, you can do the fist pump oh, and do some you're, other things. You're a non-hugger, aren't you? Isn't that funny? I'm going to give you a big squeeze before you go today. <laughs> I don't know. 1-800-795-956. Are you okay, buddy? Yep. Now yep. your face is getting all red. Oh, 1-800. Seven nine five nine five six five. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back to KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, That's good. Uh, Good morning, everyone. Uh, I would, uh, since it's the uh, Friday of Love or the whole show now, I guess from now on, with the gong, that's pretty interesting. But anyhow, I want to report a a crime of love, and it's that uh, my wife has stolen my heart. And, And now that I know how to get to a podcast, this portion will be 
repeated in our household on certain occasions. So I want to thank oh, Joe, you for that. Oh, Joe, beautiful. Uh, Joe, I, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to cry today, but I know. I'm tearing up. I know. His face <laughs> well, is Well, you right. guys asked for the love, mm-hmm. right? And I, uh, I, I, think, uh, I think we need I think Ringo. all of us here can bring it for certain situations. Ringo Starr, oh. love and peace. Everybody should have more love and more peace in their life. Right. But, but uh, you wouldn't mind if I don't use the word love for... Uh, the rest. I, I like. Uh, I like the fact that uh, yesterday Chris called in and critiqued my logical thinking uh, on uh, Eric's uh, propensity to want to remove guns uh, from 18 to 21 year olds. I guess Chris didn't think that was logic, but at a certain point, uh, you have to put. Uh, that's why I inserted uh, money because that's a big motive for. A lot of people, not all people, but uh, I just and, and Eric said that he's he's he feels good that he reveals uh, certain things in his life, like his credentials. He may have said, yeah, but Joe. And so I'll do the same at this point. Uh, I will reveal that uh, when we sit around here at the uh, house and get around the trans transistor radio and listen to <laughs> on the mark, uh, the the group has. Uh, nominated me for the the czar of erroneously reported information committee i'm the czar of that and the acronym is e-r-i-c i am the czar of eric he keeps me quite busy with some of the things that he says and i you know I, i i try to point out that i think his his bold statements uh may be wrong, you know, or, you know, he can fact-check me, but... Uh, but this is America. So I, you can, you're can you allowed to have a firmly held myth. This is a caller that uh, uh, he's critiquing Well, that's what I thought, but he called in yesterday, and he was so upset that he makes a statement that the two things that are in common are the most two things is that, you know, it's the age and uh, the gun and all that. He, I mean, he, he didn't say it as an opinion, He's and he wants to uh, have other people believe it because he has credentials. You know, I, I would I would take Joseph's opinion on child rearing, and rather than the one book that Joseph reads, I would take over all the books that Eric has ever read in his 34 years of work with children. I that's just the way I feel. So that's an opinion. And when I call back and you know try to debunk what Eric says, he he gets his feelings hurt. And he has to call in, and but I thought that was the premise of the show. Although Joe, at the end of the call yesterday, he kind of told Eric, "Yes, call in, and you know, if you have your opinion or if you have facts, bring them. But if you have facts that are corrected, you know, let it be known or don't. You can ignore it. I don't. I don't care if he ignores the fact that he keeps saying 18-year-old to 21 can't buy a handgun. And I, I said yesterday, it looks like the. ATF has a law there. I'm not, I'm not going to read it. It's not very long, but it's it's just sounds to me like there's a, a law that allows 18 to 21 to buy a handgun. But he's saying it for weeks. I mean, that's just my uh, take on that. So uh, let's not forget the. If there's any, uh, you know, I know you like to get into conversation. So. Uh, is, if there's anything you want to ask me, you go ahead. No, I love your acronym, though. Good for you. Yeah, Thank you. Gives us something to talk great. about. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Thanks for calling in. Have a great, lovely weekend. Everyone. All right. Love Friday.
We go from Joe to Joe. Joseph from Milton's going to try again without infraction this time. Go ahead, sir. We'll give you another yes, shot. I wanted to talk about love, and then you cut me off. That's <laughs> yeah. very rude. Yeah, Joe. that's very uh, unloving. Didn't you it? hear the gong show premise? No. Well, anyway, listen. Every good talk show is always controversial. They always have Democrats or Republicans, like on I Watch the Five at night. And they have a Democrat on there. So you have these uh, four to one. different points of view. That's what makes a good, interesting talk show. And it's not a good and Democrat. Pardon me? Uh, it's not a good Democrat. Well, no, I think it's uh, well, anyway, Ford Jr. What I wanted to talk about is the very essence of love. And you cut me off. And that, that wasn't very nice. Yeah, that we're not rude. doing any religion. I would, no I would never do that to someone. It's no Yahweh Friday. Yeah. No, I, I am not going to mention I won't mention his name, but there is one person <laughs> whose definition is love. Who taught us, Who right. do you think that is? His very definition of him is love. Gotcha. All Who right. is that? Yep, no argument about that. That's yep. the question. That Who is, is that that, that is I'm the, talking about? the source of all love. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, Any, who is that? Anything else Mark, to add, sir? You're a lay preacher. You ought to know. Who is that? <laughs> anything else? That defines himself as love. Anything else, sir? Who is it? Anything else? Going once. Well, didn't that person love yeah, the world? who is it? Answer. Any, anything else to add? Please. But, Joseph, didn't that person love the world so much he gave his son? Well, I <laughs> wanted to say that, and you cut me off. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> that was very rude. You were cutting Yahweh off. That's who you were cutting off. Gotcha. My name, you know what my name is? My name is Joseph Ben Yahweh. Oh, I gotcha. That's a good name. Yeah. Okay. All right, we got to go, sir. Thank you so much okay, for calling back, you. though. Yep, really appreciate it. Point taken. Yep, point taken. Joseph Ben Yahweh? Mm hmm. Sounds like he might be a shortstop in the Cubs <laughs> organization. Well, who's the what? Ben and Nintende or something from. Mm, I know. I remember Yvonne to Jesus. Oh. Remember he Where's was Rob, uh, played for really the Cubs? Rob, you remember that, uh, that no. player? Uh, Kansas City Royals. Andrew Benenintendi. Oh, okay, but is his name Ivan de Jesus, who sometimes got pronounced Ivan de Jesus. Oh, and when uh, nearly half of the Kansas City Royals are going to miss a four-game road series in mm, Toronto, Toronto. Yeah. KC will be without ten of their players, including All-Star fielder Andrew Benenintendi. I hope I said that they, right. They didn't. They didn't eat. The Skittles? Uh, that's correct. They took no jabs, and oh. so they are unable to cross the border into Canada because of their vaccination status. Oh, okay. So they didn't get the Laffy Taffy Skittles, and they can't go to Toronto. But the Phillies just ran through that. They had three or four players that were out. All and right. it showed because I think they were 0 and 2 up in Toronto. Bob from Northumberland, Pennsylvania, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You heard the rules, right? No Yahweh? No Yahweh Friday? You know, they, uh, for me, okay. what I want to talk about is I uh, watched TV last night. <clears throat> They're telling me that Texas, in their Texas cars, have had a warning already this month not to charge their cars between 3 and 6 in the afternoon. And I understand Texas is not wired into the other states, so whatever Great. current they have there, they have. They can't wire in other states like most of us around here do. And the other issue is I understand that <clears throat> all these foreign countries, now that went green, uh, are backing down. So why don't we just give our effort about a 2% effort into the, to the, to this uh, green uh, field that we're in now and, and let, it, let it fall into place? He's going to put us in the same thing that all these other people are. We're going to go into it, and then we're going to back out of it, and all of us are, are suffering every day because of some stupidity down in Washington. We've got to do this now. But we don't have collectors. We don't have 
We don't have windmills. We don't have anything. So I don't know what he, what's going on. I, I think he's trying to ruin us. Well, the procedure is to drive fossil fuels into a situation where they're overly expensive, people don't like them, or they feel dirty about using them, and to create create, Shame. You know, create a situation. Uh, the green energy industry is not up to the standards uh, for the needs, the supplies that are needed. And also, too, uh, we had a caller talk about dumbing down, but also the dumbing down of expectations, where now you have some people, elitists, bureaucrats, people are saying, well, well, you don't need all that. You don't need, you need half of that, whatever that might be, because, well, you know, you're going to have to wait for this. You got it two days, now you're going to wait five days. So the dumbing down of expectations of the capitalist United States system is also going on, and you see that in the policies, where now they're going after uh, the oil industry and the fossil fuel industry, and they're going after their capital for people to invest. And they're also uh, looking at where where they can, as they would u- maybe use the word kneecap them from a, from an investment standpoint. So uh, yeah, I would I would agree with you, Bob. It seems to be a goofy situation to uh, hedge your bet on something that's not bettable yet. I just think if they look at history, you know, which we aren't, don't want, nobody wants to look at history, but look at where these other people are falling from, and you know, use their use their falling as an advantage, and, and be be more professional about this. Well, fossil fuels have uh, brought more people out of the dark ages <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and have made people prosper uh, since uh, the caveman found fire. Uh, they, they've moved on from that situation. I think so where the U.S. would be without coal. Conservation is excellent. I would Conservation should be done. Conservation should be looked at in policies. But the environmental extreme scenarios, as we're doing in Pennsylvania, trying, governors trying to do under Reggie, make no logical sense for society. America is where it is because of the three C's, coals, canals, and choo-choos. I would say that's a fair statement. My personal experience, I've been to the state of Washington twice in my lifetime. Think how much longer it's going to take me to go out there and back with an electric car. (laughs) You have to stop all the time. I think you're still allowed to buy electric vehicles. I think what's happening now is probably the perfect introduction. Folks get an opportunity to buy an electric vehicle if you want one, if that works for you. If you want a hybrid, you know, that works on electricity and gas, you could drive across the country with that. And if you want all electric, for example, uh, we know Ben for about uh, a third of his road trips, uh, being a good salesperson on the road, could use an electric vehicle. But for the two-thirds, he would need gasoline power. So we're really in an ideal situation. I know it irritates you that we're shoving this down your throat, but I think it's just a good idea. And I think, you know, aside from rules from Washington, D.C., the private market is working on this. You know, even without Washington's supervision and incentive, we're slowly... Uh, well, I would consider this... Most most smart companies China, are looking at going greener. China, $1.4 billion, India, $1.2 roughly. <laughs> People bringing on coal fired energy plants probably once a month or uh, one a month or two a month in China. India also looking at fossil fuels. The United States, let's say 350 million people roughly counting the uh, border situation up from 330. So we can do all the things that people think on the left and the uh, environmental side that we should do. India and China run us over. Bob will give you the last word. Go right ahead. 
Well, inflation the way it is now, I don't think that many people are going to be heading that direction. I mean, I know it's going to save you, but the next thing they're going to complain about is no road tax to fix the bridges and stuff. You know, thanks, guys. All right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where we're headed. Well, yeah, Harrisburg's trying to fix that. So, well, the uh, budget came out, Mark. What roughly forty-two billion with a two. Point six billion surplus, forty-four billion in that, three point seven, I believe, for education. You look at uh, what the priorities are with this governor. Uh, they're trying to lower the uh, corporate net income tax. That's sort of a uh, a a little bit of a rouge. They are lowering it for a year by 1% to 8.99, and then supposedly in five years or 10 years it goes to half. So uh, there are some uh, situations where the government's addressing, but in Pennsylvania. The goofiest policy, the <laughs> flat-out goofiest oh, the reg- policy Reggie. is Reggie. Even I recognize that as cockamamie, I mean, and I love... Isn't Reggie a friend of Jughead's? I think <laughs> there's there's a connection. All right. We got open phones right now. We're talking about energy, a perennial topic here. So if you'd like to call in on that, U.S. energy policy and Pennsylvania energy policy uh, or other topics, it's a no Yahweh Friday. We gong immediately if you proselytize on our show. Uh, <laughs> Dale said we're dumbing down America, so uh, the mainstream media is doing that. So starting K, no, no, starting K to 12. Well, I think our whole society is getting dumber. We're, we're more self-interested, but there's a wide range of things that enable that. So You think narcissism is running rapid? <laughs> well, we're very selfish. All right, 1-800. But we're the most giving country in the world, though. Governmentally, I mean, but you're not gonna individually. Give me a, you're going to give me a hug after the show. That's giving. But that's not the same thing. All right, 1-800-795-9565. I'll give you the usual stipend for coming in today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that stipend. Uh, All right, 1-800-795-9565. There we go. Rob Center, our fabulous producer, thank you so much. Uh, we've been talking about electric vehicles. One of our listeners sends a note, uh, says, to not charging electric cars in Texas, we have businesses here who have shut down in the daytime and it's supply and demand. Thanks, says Bob. Uh, or on the topic of not charging electric cars in Texas, we have businesses here who shut down in the daytime. It's supply and demand. Uh, in Pennsylvania, a handgun purchaser has to be 21 years old. End of story. Uh, Dan was right. Republicans are taking our rights away. Another listener says, while we are so concerned with the fossil fuel industry ceasing to exist, China has said months ago they were starting up eight coal mines and they will discuss climate change no sooner than 2028. And while the rest of the world freezes and starves to death, China will be thriving, says Mrs. Harry. I think I know they who will that get, is. Uh, they will get their coal from Mongolia and North Korea if needed. So, uh, yeah, look at uh, look at the billions of people that live in uh, India and China and what they're doing, and 350 million people are going to make a difference. Right. Good luck. And I can't read this whole thing. It's too long. But the point of it is the truth about lithium batteries is that it is extremely deleterious mm-hmm. to the environment and the earth and that it takes thousands and thousands of uh, pounds of ore for cobalt and all these rare metals. This is going to be the new uh, water that people fight over mm. is lithium. Deleterious? And, uh, it, yes. And if Good we scrabble. Get Good scrabble. Well, Oh, yeah, sure, if I could spell it. Uh, if we can get to that whole email, we will, but we got four callers going, so we're going to get email, to those. Very good email, though. Very good email. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Uh, Harry, we'll start out with you. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, the previous caller made a great point about the uh, 
the uh, gas taxes to remember how that, that was going to pay for uh, fuel tax and that everything was going to pay for uh, road work. And then they wound up using uh, millions of dollars to uh, cover the state police going over budget, and that came out of that fund. So that no, didn't go. not millions. Then, uh, hundreds, somebody, hundreds of millions. And, hundreds of millions. Somebody, yes, yes, hundreds of millions. I was trying to be nice. I was trying something different then. <laughs> <laughs> love. But, <laughs> love facts. We yeah, love facts. Love Friday, I thought I'd be nice. Anyway, um, I have uh, a couple different perspectives on the, on the vehicles, and, and, and both personal. One, if I go to my daughter's house in North Carolina, it's 502 miles from front door to front door. So if I get an electric vehicle that gets me 300 miles range, I can't make it in one, one shot. And especially, Ben, you've traveled by 95 or even 81 and pick up, uh, pick up the road down south of Fredericksburg, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you're going to hit construction roadblocks or just traffic. And uh, you're not going to get 300 miles worth of distance. No, you got to stop either. at 17 yeah. and 29 at the sheet store and uh, electric up. Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. You can also do it at uh, exit 30B in uh, Culpeper, oh, where there's okay. a Wawa, which has the greatest. Wawa has the greatest sandwiches. <laughs> you got to anyway, get some some uh, Wawa power. Yeah. Uh, yes. But anyway, the other thing with that too is, I a uh, couple of years ago I sat in the office of Linda Schlegel-Culver and talked to her because they were talking about a bill to charge those of us who had hybrid cars. At that time, I was working in Harrisburg. Now I'm in Williamsport. It's a little bit shorter, but still still driving. It's a good distance to get to work, but I was going to have to pay a tax because I had a hybrid car. And my question to her was, and I still have that car, my question was, if I go out and I spend more money on a vehicle than I would have to get the hybrid, and I save a good amount of money on gas to get, make my life better, to make the environment better, which, you know, all our green warriors are, are all in favor of, why should I have to pay more in tax? Because I was still paying more, buying gas more often than the average person. And there never really was an answer on that, but that plan seems to have died so far anyhow, which is good. Yeah, they're, good. they're all punch and, truck with all that federal money, so they're not thinking straight yet. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, Harrisburg isn't going to think straight anyhow. Thank you for, for giving them the benefit of the doubt, too. But, they, um, but the fact of the matter is, we do everything in this country moss-ackwards. We don't, <laughs> we don't proact. We're never proactive. We're always reactive. And, and we don't have a plan... To when you don't have a plan to create a workable renewable energy plan, and your only plan is to take out all the fossil fuels and make somebody go to renewable energy, even though there's no plan to make it work on a large-scale effort, we're pretty much getting what we deserve by who we voted for. And, and you know, and, and until Washington. And I know this is, even on Love Friday, this is asking for the moon. Until Washington has some semblance of common sense, this isn't going to get any better. And the point about China is absolutely right. For a while, China said 2025. Now they say 2028. They have no intention of going on this. It's not uh, just China. It's India. It's India also. And they will wind up. They will wind up supplying the rest of the world with all all the power, and we're going to be sitting there with our hat in hand, begging for the scraps from that industry. 
All right, we got to hit the road. Thank you, sir. Okay, drive safely in your yeah. You cover the territory. Hybrid Holy or smokes. your gasoline vehicle. All right, thank you, sir. Yep. See you, Harry. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Last caller before a quickie break. Nancy, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good good Friday morning to you, gentlemen. I just want to spread this here. I want you to understand and everybody that every day is a good day. Some days are just better than others. And when everyone has everything to complain about, remember that you can be the change. You can make this world a better place. Amen. That's all I had to say. But I just have like. A great day. But I just like, Nancy, I only like complaining. <laughs> That's my nature. No, 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 no. This Uh-oh. is a love Friday. I didn't do All love, right. but I just said, instead of everyone blaming everyone else and complaining about everything, you be the change. You be the person. Share your share your spirit. Oh, Mark, she she has Amen. you almost in tears. I Amen. Know, this is great. Thank Amen. you so much, Nancy. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Hey, have a great day, gentlemen. Hey, you too. And remember, I think Crosby, Steele's Nash & Young said, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. All right. We'll take one more speedy dialer in addition to the ones who are waiting. We're going to take a very short break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Captain and Tennille, right? No, all right, super. I've, I've listened to enough radio stations, I know that. That's not Captain Jack. We'll get you high tonight. That's no. Captain and uh, no. Tennille. Captain correct? Jack is a reference to what? Jack Daniels? I think Billy Joel was singing about that, yes, as he okay. played his piano. All right. uh, Captain and Tennille, though. Wow. All right, well, let's get to our caller. We'll have time for one more speedy dialer additionally, probably. 1 800 795 9565. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting through the break. Right ahead. Yeah, well, first of all, uh, Trump did a lot of things that China loved, like getting rid of the Pacific Trade Agreement because they got to fill the vacuum there. He did do one good thing with the copyright stuff, so that's one good thing Trump did do uh, on that. Uh, relative to the, the baby formula issue, it was also... Trump changing the rules for import of baby food from China when he scotched the, the North American, changed the North American trade. The lobbyists got in stuff that made it difficult for China to import to import China baby formula. And they gave all the, the, the big, uh, they gave most of the business from uh, government programs to one business. They had it set up that way, so it would come out that way. And when that company 
gave profits to their stockholders instead of making sure their their uh, place was virus free or bacteria free, whichever it was, they shut down and we couldn't get baby formula from Canada because we made it rules difficult for China to match with uh, the type and style and packaging of uh, baby formula. So that was kind of a result of what Trump did, actually. Now, Congress had a lot to do with it, too, but then that was, I suppose, co-party. And the oil companies, they these are the people who uh, knew global warming was coming before anybody else did practically because they did studies on it and what did they do? Did they tell anybody? No. They hired the same company, people phony scientists that reports that the tobacco people used to prove that tobacco smoking was safe to show that global warming wasn't going to happen when their own studies showed the opposite. So they aren't exactly as responsible capitalists, I would say, and whether it's capitalism at all, the way the oil subsidies work and how, uh, how, how they've been treated by government all the way through uh, is questionable, too, whether you want to even call that capitalism or socialism is probably a close call. And that's the three things I was going to mention. Oh, wow, super. Wow. You left time left over. You sure you don't want... Uh, some people think the world's coming to an end, or the U.S. is near... Well, uh, the American democracy almost came to an end. Yeah, good point. And, and <laughs> my good... And uh, that's, that's... You're that's still going to vote for Trump, right? Uh, even after Depends January the 6th ballot. and all the nonsense and the completely phony court stuff, they, 147 Republicans voted against confirming Biden as president. And that they wanted them to do what, what uh, Trump wanted them to do. So it wasn't just a conspiracy, it was the real thing. Yeah. Well, uh, and 147 Republicans went along with it. All right, we got you. All right, well, thank you so much for calling in, Chris. Yep. Very All much right. appreciated. All right, Dan, you get another 60 mm-hmm. seconds. Don't forget, it's no Yahweh Friday, though. Right, right. Uh, you know, Nancy talked the pre one of the previous calls about change. Well, down in London County, Virginia, they took her at her word. Right now, they were so tired of the woke school district. You all know some of the things that went on down there. So tired of the woke public schools that they're rebuilding a building somewhere into a complete Christian school from kindergarten to through high school. And guess how many students they have signed up already that are leaving the public school? Between 2,500 and 2,700 people already signed up, and they believe there's more to come. That's how sick and tired a lot of us are of the woke public school district, as Ben had mentioned, how school schools are part well, of the, the problem. F- Dan, the fastest growing part of uh, K-12 
K through 12 or even before K, education is private. It's charter schools. It's the Christian schools. The uh, the, the like I said, people people are fed up with uh, public schools, and they should have some competition uh, to com- and then they'll get better. Around here, we're lucky. We have good solid public schools for the most part. I think. Danville must be having problems with their board, uh, uh, their board and their superintendent. But uh, uh, again, look at uh, the fastest growing part of public education: people leaving to go to some sort of Thank you, private. Dan. Thank you for calling in. Um, well, and I think in homeschooling around here, probably ten percent of the people who go to who, who went to Sunbury. Christian Academy, and the ones who go to Northumberland Christian School, and the ones who go to uh, the Friends School up in Millville, mm-hmm. are not specifically going there for religion. They're going there because they want out of the public school. Or they yeah. love the the superior academics that you're getting at those schools, or we're getting at well, some Christian the, uh, school. Probably the oldest, or the parochial school. Yeah, the oldest thing. private school in this area, I think, is Lords, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people signed up, couldn't care less about mass. They go mm-hmm. there for the math. Yes. All right. Oh, oh here's that. God forbid that you get taught reading and math. <laughs> <laughs> One of our listeners says, the truth is that the current fossil fuel infrastructure is less invasive than mining for the exotic minerals and materials required to create the batteries needed to store green energy. To develop one lithium supply mine, entire mountains are eliminated. Each mine usually consists of 35 to 40 homogeneous, seven homogeneous, uh, 797 caterpillar hauling trucks. Furthermore, a typical EV battery weighs about a thousand pounds and include that includes lithium, nickel, manganese, cobalt, copper, aluminum, and plastic. It mm. should concern people that all of these toxic components come from mining. Yeah. Well, we're out of time. Mark, but thank you for the email. Yeah, what's gonna happen ten years from now when these first EV cars or even five years from now? What do you how do you dispose of these batteries? And it's not a handful of batteries. It's you take it to your local nuclear power plant and they put it down underwater. And create energy. With Excellent. the rest of the uranium. Excellent. Excellent. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury. Thank you, Ben, for yep. coming in on short notice, too. We'll see you next week. And or no, we won't see you next week. Yep, Todd be Roop will be on. Catbird with Todd Roop. Yeah, interesting. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury.